Hey, welcome everybody to a new Downrate Sports Radio slash the podcast. I am your host, Brent Reed, and we are today going to have a little fun when we talk about the 1996 NBA draft. We talk about those special players that came out of that draft, and we also uh, put that draft up against other draft classes of years past. We also will celebrate the 74th year anniversary of Jackie Robinson, and we close the show off talking a little football, college football. But buckle up, get ready, because the Thursday delight is back. The sports critic for these sports fans is here. It is Thursday. It's DynastyRadioNY.com, and that only means one thing. It is showtime. It don't say you get a box. I swear to God, I need a box of cereal. I'll take out down about $20 for it. Yeah. What's happening, New York City? It's your boy Ghost in the motherfucking house tonight. You know what I mean? We're about to get it poppin'. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Tell your crew to be easy. Niggas running around with the fake friends. Sell them on eBay. Get word to the DJ. Tell them stay. Some of y'all people might know me for my wallabies. Pretty bitches got my number, y'all can dial me. 
stick it up like a nice cake robbery And when I'm done, y'all can fingernail file me Floss the ill robe since criminology Supreme clientele put the world on top of me Yo, babe, hurry up with those collar greens I represent S.I.D. as well as me They lousy, I'm fat like a pound of cheese with weed brownies Tone got the powder, squeeze, don't surround me Quick to pick a honey up shit, the flow's bounty Y'all can just crown me Yeah, that's right I'd like to thank y'all for coming out tonight How y'all like that shit? You know what I mean? Who really run New York? This is that Theodore shit Give it up, give it up. Welcome everybody. Here we go. Here we go. The shade, the costume glasses is on. And that only means one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an all new Downright Sports Radio here on Dynasty NY. Excuse me, Dynasty Radio NY. Com, your number one source and home for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. But, except for tonight, because tonight is Thursday night, 8 o'clock, and that means this. Dynasty Radio NY is your number one home for all of sports. I am your host, the notorious sports critic, Brent Reed, coming at you tonight. I'm tired. As the door <laughs> tired boy Try to push myself through this one So this show is going to be a little Choppy sloppy If you will um, You know what I'm saying What a week last week What a week um, Let's uh, uh, Can't start the week I mean, Can't start the show Without going backwards for a few minutes And I'm going to dive into The topic of the day um, The 96 draft But Last week, we all first, earlier in the week, had got word that DMX had went into a coma. <clears throat> when I recorded the show last week, he was still with us. He was still he was still alive. And I decided that I was going to play a couple of his songs in, you know, in honor of DMX. And then after the show aired, he had passed. It was crazy. Uh, I know for some generations, people like remember when John Lennon died, or you remember when Jimi Hendrix died, or Janis Joplin. I mean, if you're a hip hop fan, I mean, we've lost so many. You know, we lost Biggie, we lost Pop, we lost them early, we lost them when they were young. DMX was different, you know. DMX was I I crowned him I consider him the strict the, the true people's champion the true like stayed street to the day he died like he was never going to change who he was he was never going to stop being who what made him who he was and I know this is a sports show but I got to bring him up because he he was that like I remember when he first came out when that first album dropped. I was like, oh my God, this guy is going to rob me. I think I was like 10 or 11 when this first time came out. And I just was, I, it was just huge. It, it, it was, he was, he came to music at the right time. Because you got to remember, Pac, had died, Pac was killed, Big was killed. There was a void in the hip hop game. Who would fill that void? And then... With a growl, like whoa, 
Like, whoa. He, he came and he basically just turned the game on into. And he came perfect. He came because he showed up. Uh, Jay Z was starting to fall into his own. Eminem arrives. And then you had this new class of rappers that weren't talking about how much money they had, how much jewels they had. They were talking about the pain they were in, the emotional, the physical, the, you know, these guys weren't, these guys weren't, you know, they, they, they weren't wound right. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was like, you know, those three, first three albums, first of all, just art. And I think people should really like, he, he was, he was different. It, we won't, I repeat, and I know this has been said about a lot, but it's true. There's some people you're not going to get, like Bruno Mars can can do a pretty good Prince impersonation to such a, such a degree. Um, Usher or Chris Brown can try their best to bring, you know, be Michael Jackson. Ain't a person out there that's going to be DMX. Ain't a person going to touch what X, because what X was, he is it. He, uh, talk man. Uh, like, that was DMX. You're not going to come close. Uh, you know, prayers go out to his family. Uh, I, at the end of the show, I'm going to share a story that I experienced. Uh, to, I, I, I witnessed, well, I witnessed X. Actually, I'm not going to tell that story because I don't think I'm allowed to. But I had the privilege of, um, I didn't meet him. I could have, and I froze. I have this phobia where if I see a celebrity, I just freeze. My dad was talking to him. Uh, he had came to the block. He was signing autographs. My dad was close friends with one of DMX's friends, a dude named Jack. And um, <laughs> he was on the block. He had a, he had a, I'll never forget, he had a Cadillac, I think, with the top down, with California plates of all plates. And my pops was like, yo, you want to go get his autograph? You know, my dad's like, DMX. My dad was like, yo, you want to you get his autograph? You know, what you want to do? And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but my dad's friend, Jose, went and got an autograph. It was either Jose or George. They went and got an autograph. They got it on a $5 bill. I remember that. It's crazy, right? As we drink my coffee, and we segue. So today's show, the other day, I noticed that the NBA... I uh, had a special, and I still haven't seen it yet, so that's what makes this fresh for me, uh, celebrating the 1996 NBA draft class. Now, that draft class was the sexy class. That class was a who's who. So I, as you know, if you listened to the show before, I like to go back, and I like to do my research, okay? So I went to the... Let's, let's have some fun with this. So I went... To the library, I sat down, pulled up book after book, sat at the computer, research after research after research, algorithm after algorithm, formula after formula to put together and see who was on this draft class. All right. So in 96, the draft class was a Allen Iverson with, and with the first round pick, the 76ers select Allen Iverson. No brainer. Uh, Marcus Camby was selected second by the Denver Nuggets. Um, Sharif Abdul-Rahim by the Portland Trailblazers went third. Um, I'm trying to get some of these teams. Make sure I get it right. Uh, 
Brothers, Stephon Marbury, fourth to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Ray Allen, fifth to the Milwaukee Bucks. Antonio Walker. Antonio Walker, remember him? Great player. But uh, he went, uh, who was he drafted by? Why want to show me that? Sorry. Uh, by the Boston Celtics. And I'm not going through this whole list. Uh, Leon- L- Lorenzo White. Remember him? Went to the Clippers. Uh, Kerry Kittles by the Nets. Uh, Eric Dampier went 10th to Indiana. Who did he end up finishing with? Dallas. Dallas. Um, and are you ready? I said, are you ready? Number 13 by the Charlotte Hornets. Kobe. Brian, the late, great Kobe Bryant. We'll touch on that in a second. Number 14, Pedro Storyakovich. 15, Steve Nash. 16, oh, no, no, 16 is trash. Uh, 17, uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Even 20th, Ilgowskis by the Cleveland Cavaliers, who played his whole career there, believe it or not. And, of course, the Knicks draft some trash dude we ain't never heard of. And find the, one of the last few picks... The Lakers took Derek Fisher. Detroit took Jamal Williams. I remember he played a while. He got like nine years in. Travis Knight had some runs. The second round was nothing to desire for. They had a couple guys that was around for a minute, but like uh, second round, nothing to 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 be like. Oh, there were some guys that we forgot. Now that first round is an all. Everybody I named made the All Star team. Once in their career. Everybody I named made the playoffs once in their career. And then out of that list, something just happened. Hold on. Am I still recording? I am. I don't know what's happening. I'm having technical difficulties. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Alright, I'm still with you. There's a message just like popped up on my screen. That was weird. I don't know where we um if you're listening on the pod if you're listening on the radio and you listen on the podcast, we have some technical difficulty. I'm not even sure where I missed. Normally I go back, but there was some deep you know, you talk about first of all, AI and Kobe got to face each other in the finals. You know, you know what I'm saying? Kobe and Nash for years faced off with the Suns teams and the Laker teams. Paige Storyakovich with the Kings taking on those Lakers. Uh, you can see it's a common theme here. Kobe just beat all these guys. <laughs> um, Ray Allen and AI would instant, instant leaders on their team from the time that they showed up. And, um, Jermaine O'Neal for a long, for a period of time was the best player, was the best big man in probably basketball for probably a small window of about two to three, four years maybe where Jermaine O'Neal was the best big man. He, today Jermaine O'Neal is your prototypical big man in today's NBA. Back, no, you know, uh, could flash, uh, uh, pick and roll, shoot the outside jumper. Like he, t- he could put Jermaine. O- you know go- who could play in any era? Jermaine O'Neal could play in today's era. Um, so it made me think. This '96 class is very nice. This is very nice. But whose class is better? So I didn't go through every class. Maybe I'll do a show like that. I go, I, I'll pick apart. Some classes ain't worth going through. But I went through a few classes. 
So I went back to the library and I went back to the laboratory and I went back and I put together this formula and I had EMMC squared and I cut the hypothesis and I took a little bit of this and I took a little bit of that and I put it together and I got what I needed to see. So here are the draft classes I stacked up against 96. 1992, 84, 97, and 2003. I'm going to go in order of weakest to strongest. So, 97, you had Tim Duncan, um, Keith Van Horn, Chauncey Billups, Tracy McGrady, and Bobby Jackson. Nah. Tim Duncan gives it a little strength, but eh. What they got? Two, they got. Out of that class, there's five championships. Duncan holding. No, six, excuse me. Duncan and Chauncey. Moving on. All right, 1992. You had Shaq. 1992 was the year of the big man. It was just like, just go get me the biggest man you can find. Shaquille O'Neal, Alonzo Mourning, Christian Leitner. Before you say anything, Christian Leitner was one of the best uh, college basketball players of all time. There's no question he should have went third. I'm surprised he didn't go. He lucky. If it wasn't for Shaq, he probably goes first. Robert Ory, Doug Christie, Hubert Davis, John Brown. Latrell Sprewell, it went 24th. He's definitely better than John Brown. I mean, John Barry, excuse me. John Barry, Hubert Davis, Doug Christie, and Robert Orr. He's better than those guys. So look how late he went, all right? 1984. It was the 80s. It was the Reagan era. Disco was dead. Pop music was alive. Purple Rain just came out. Ghostbusters just came out. People had crazy hair. Pop locking was coming in. And then the draft happened. Uh, that class, Akeem Olajuwon went first. Sam Bowie went second. Now, I know what you're saying. Who the hell is Sam Bowie? Sam Bowie was a great, great, great college basketball player. His knees failed him. That's the only reason why Sam Bowie... Uh, he played. He got some years out of him. He went to Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. But um, his knees just died on him, and he he couldn't hold up. But he was a great college basketball player. Number three from <laughs> hold, on, hold on, damn it. <laughs> Where's Jordan from? Um, this is this is the college. Okay, at number three from UNC. Chapel Hill, number 23, Michael Jordan. That's, if you go back and watch some Bulls games, that's what the kind of guy says. Jordan went third. The greatest player of all time went third. Charles Barkley, fifth. O, um, Otis Thorpe, who I remember, played a long time, went ninth. Kevin Willis went 11th. John Stockton went 16th. Some of you may be asking me, I think, like, <clears throat> Jordan, Elijah won all championships, okay? Uh, eight between the two of them. Um, Hall of Famers, all of them on that list except for Bowie, Thorpe, Kevin Willis. Oh, and you got to have Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis got two rings from San Antonio. almost forgot about that. Now, the class, I think, that competes with that 96 class, oh, I don't know. <laughs> How about 
the 2003 class. Let me give me a sip of tea. That's actually tea. <coughs> that class was. Are you ready? LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne, uh, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Kamen, Kirk Heinrich, David West, <coughs> um, shoot. Travis Outlaw, Kendrick Perkins, Leandro Barbosa, Josh Howard, Jason Capallo, Luke Will. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, Steve Blake, Mo Williams, and Kurt and um, Kyle Kuzma. Some of those guys are still playing. If not, most of those guys, all stars, champions. LeBron, Hall of Fame. Carmelo, Hall of Fame. Bosh, probably. Wade, definitely. Uh, that's that should be enough. <laughs> You take that class and put up against the 96 class. That's a tough-ass game. That's a tough-ass game. Like, I'm not even going to go who's going to win. I I couldn't imagine. You got... Because if you if you got to put together the line... Don't matter about size. I'll make this quick because I got to wrap my time up. You're starting five for 96. You got AI, Camby, Ray Allen... Kobe, and I'm going to actually throw, it's probably Steve Nash, because I'm going to need somebody that can pass the ball, you know what I'm saying, so again, the 96 starters are going to be Nash, Kobe, AI, Marcus Camby, and Ray Allen, taking on the 2003 starting five of LeBron, Carmelo, Bosh, Wade, <laughs> You know what, just for laughs, there's just no Kendrick Perkins out there, just for laughs. You know what I'm saying? I can't, that's tough. Like, that's so tough. I like, I want to lean towards the 0-3, but you're talking like Allen Iverson, league MVP. Uh, LeBron, league MVP. He's the only MVP on this list. That's just crazy. The 96 class got AI and Kobe. And Steve Nash. Steve Nash is a two-time MVP. So they got more MVPs. Um, Kobe's got five rings. LeBron's got five. LeBron got five? LeBron's got five. Um, hold on. Oh, hey, Josiah Yosef's on. Sorry, the phone is so far away. What do you say? Carmelo uh, is legend status? Yes, he is. He's a legend Except for when he played on the Knicks. He was trashed us. But I look for you know what? I'm gonna play that game actually tonight. I'm gonna put in 2K, I'm gonna put those rosters together, and I'm gonna just let the computer uh simulate and tell me. As we go back to the lab, everybody. I should have music for that. Back to the lab. I have my mad scientist hair that I could have wore for this, but I'm very tired. Anyway, <laughs> Uh, this is Downway Sports Radio here on DynastyRadioNY.com. Uh, your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and salsa for on Thursdays. Your number one source for everything sports. Uh, in the next segment, please uh, come back, stick around. The next segment, we're going to celebrate the 40, to, it's the 45th anniversary of when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. A very important day 
in uh, in just the world's history, not just our history, not just baseball history, the world, because it changed everything for the better. And sometimes, for, I mean, for the better, if you really, I mean, I'm not even going to like sugarcoat it for the better, <laughs> right? Uh, when we come back, we're going to celebrate that. That's why I'm wearing a Brooklyn Dodgers hat tonight. This is Downray Sports. Tell me what I can't do. This is
say this our favorite song She got on my favorite thong She so hot, too hot to touch Too feel it, too much for lines Gucci man, I'm extra gun Show extra rubbers, I'm a grind Got your mind thang screaming Gucci Every Tuesday night we do it Wish we could do it more often But I'm often somewhere flossing Lay it down like carpet Barbie Aston Martin, double park it Beat it like we got a problem Papa till she call me Papa Freaking partner, Bobby never bother With a second option hopping Got the magic popping, rocking while her girlfriend watching. Freaking partners, probably never bother with a second option hopping. Got the magic popping, rocking while her girlfriend watching. She calling my phone, she wanna be grown. We gon' get it on. She said that she lonely, he's never around. Said she like my style, he can lay it down. Said he can lay it down, but I'ma beat it up. I'ma beat it up. somber well not somber more celebratory uh segment it is the 45th anniversary of when jackie robinson uh crossed the uh broke the color lines in base major league baseball to be fair in all sports all major league sports he was the first (laughs) when jackie came around if you were a young black kid old black man whomever your favorite baseball player was Jackie Robinson. <laughs> there was no, there was no, your favorite team was the Brooklyn Dodgers from New York to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska to uh, Hawaii to, to, to Turks and Caicos, damn it. <laughs> your favorite team was the Brooklyn Dodgers. Jackie, it was, I had a thought in my head. Um, this way you should write things down, people. Jackie, for what he did and had to do, was huge. He was asked to do a lot. He was asked to not respond when people would call him some of the most egregious words you can imagine. i tell you what. People who hate come up with some very clever ways to hate you. And he was asked to put on his uniform and perform, and if anything, Jackie not replying back, Jackie not tweeting about it, Jackie not going on social media and crying about it, but Jackie going out there every day, night in and night out, double headers even, and being the better player on the field that day, being the best player on the field that day, going out there and beating, beating the other team, going out there while people came to boo him, he just played better. He didn't cry. He didn't whine. He didn't have a press conference because you know why? He wasn't allowed to. 
Jackie was asked what, in order for him to sign his contract, he was not allowed to retaliate against people who um, basically called him every ugly word under God's green sun. I mean, God's red, yellow sun. Maybe it is green. Who knows? Anyway, Jackie would be the first to play. He would be the first to win an MVP award as a black man. He would be the first to make the all-star team. He's the first rookie of the year ever. They never even had a rookie of the year. They had to create an award for this man. He's got a World Series. He's a champion. He's a Hall of Famer, no question. And died from diabetes was basically blind up until his last days because the stress of all of that pretty much killed him. And we look back, and it's crazy because as soon as Jackie entered, everybody entered. It was like, oh, okay, they can play. We need them all. (laughs) Give us all. And there were some teams that... We're late to the dance. The Boston Red Sox were the last team. Jackie entered baseball in 1947. The Boston Red Sox did not sign a black player until 1962. Jackie was retired by three years. Just saying. So, you know, just, you know what I mean? So it takes a long time for people to come around, and they do. Uh... It, his, 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 his on the field play is worth talking about for an hour. I have to figure out why I keep biting my tongue on the side note. Like, every time I talk, either I'm trying to, like, stop myself, or I don't know what the hell's going on. But, back to what I said. But, we could go Jackie's on the field play all day. But again, for him to Put on that hat, put on that jersey, go out in front of stadiums. Some places, like when they would have to play the Reds in Cincinnati, uh, the Braves weren't in Atlanta yet, but they would have to go to Milwaukee. When he would have to leave Brooklyn, he was not, it was not a warm reception. They weren't playing baseball in, um, in, Black neighborhoods back in those days, you know, um, um, there wasn't a Baltimore Orioles they were going to go visit. You know what I mean? The games weren't played in 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 the um, you know in um, in in black neighborhoods. They were played predominantly white places, and at that time, white people just didn't think. You know, I don't know what the hell they thought, but. To give you a little backstory, because you probably ask yourself, well, maybe there wasn't any players that were good enough. Here it was, it was an actual rule that black players were not almost allowed to play in the game. It was kind of like an unwritten rule. When there used to be two leagues, there was the national, it was the national league, is what it was called, and then there was a league called the American League. The national league is known as Major League Baseball today. The American League was a totally different league. They chose, just like in football, the, they chose to merge around 1899. My numbers could be off, but they chose to merge. And the owner of the White Sox, if I'm not mistaken, was like, we can merge, 
but I basically don't want any black people in my league. And for them to merge, money always, if you ever need your answer, money is your answer. And they basically did that. They was like, okay. Before that, black, whoa, blacks played with whites before that. In the when it was just a national league, let me say this again: there were teams where there were black teammates and white teammates at the same time. But here, you know, years later, some forty something years after that, Jackie comes along and just brings it back. And you gotta say, Jackie doing what he did, and I wrap this up here is huge for everybody. It's big for women. It's big for men. I mean, it's big for blacks. It's big for any minority. Any person who, whether race, creed, color, whatever, was not allowed to do something because of that, you can point and kind of thank Jackie Robinson for taking a lot of that, 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 that crunt. Like, oh, my God. It's interesting now that... I'm talking about Jackie Robinson because it's not that long ago. It's recently where we're having a conversation about why doesn't Jeremy Lin have a place in the NBA? Is it racial or can he not hoop? I don't know. He feels it's that. We should not. We should be at a place where we are. <coughs> we're judging people based on can they play or they can't play. I've been cut from teams because I couldn't play. It's just that simple. Wasn't a black or white thing. I just can't play. You know what I mean. And you look at baseball today. The impact is like basically it's eighty black guys in the game of baseball. You can literally go hug all of them. <laughs> and that's how many black guys play in baseball today. And I don't. I, it's NFL is king. It's more glamorous. It's more flashy. We understand that. But I think it should be said. You know, just go back, learn your history. Learn what this man has done. Appreciate what this man has done. It should be a national holiday. It should be taught in every school. He should, you know, this cannot, you know, uh, be forgotten. He should not be forgotten. And it shouldn't just be baseball that honors him. Every sport needs to honor. It should be number. I know it's not 42 days in a year, but I think April, I think officially April 2nd should be Jackie Robinson Day. I know the 15th is when he made it, but 42 should be when we just go, because we do something different. We accept somebody different than who we are, because that's what Jackie was able to do. Here's something interesting where I got the screen up. He made the Hall of Fame, first ballot, but he only got 77.5 of the votes. That should give you guys an indication how stupid people are, and I'll leave it at that, (laughs) all right? So... Uh, we come out, we're going to wrap the show up. Uh, we're going to talk another legendary football player is now going to coach a Stargill Black College. Huh. Just keep taking jobs for the normal guy. <laughs> anyway, this is Downway Sports. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Kevin Pryor, but I'm better known as 950 Kev from the 950 Lounge Show with LeBron James of the Radio Game, the most electrifying man in media today. And I'm tuned into my man Brent Reed in the Downright Sports Show. And if you ain't tuned in to 950, you better be tuned into Downright Sports.
can flip that flow, I can stick that hoe, I can get that dough, you know I'm with that joke. Ain't a thing about this shit I can't do, I haven't seen. But when it gets dark, it's like a nigga's having dreams. All nightmares, the light dance, the dessert, got me like it. Everybody wants to hurt, but paranoid, so I strike out at whatever. The closest thing to me is gon' get it, but never. Will I, kill I, think death is wrong, so I'ma keep holding on to what's left is gone. You can put that on, my nigga boom. comes on and you're just like oh <laughs> alright let's uh, do some shout outs shall we um, Mondays at 8 o'clock get ready get live get excited listen to some of the best interviews for some of the new up and coming artists in the game uh, the man who has the independent world on lock uh, the pre-game party mix by the one the only 
DJ Chase, if you will. Uh, so check him out every Monday at 8 o'clock here on DynastyRadioNY.com. Also, let me say it all together. <laughs> also, uh, Wednesdays at 8 o'clock, the Kim Dynasty Show. Tune in, watch, I mean, excuse me, tune in and listen to her as she uh, is one of the best. I got to give her so much uh, respect and props because uh, she basically is uh, one of the main reasons why your boy is on this station, if you will. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, start your mornings from 7 to 10, uh, the 950 Lounge with the crew. Uh, <clears throat> With Kevin and Charles Pryor, uh, birth uh, was born from birth. I'm trying to read this thing real fast, and I'm messing up. I'll have it together by next week. I promise you. But, <laughs> uh, give those guys a lot of love and listen to them weekdays. Get your morning started. How about this one? Lot this lady's been in the news a lot recently. Um, Weekdays from six to, I'm assuming from four to six, the Cheryl Underwood Radio. Uh, listen to her; she talks to a lot of celebrities, a lot of people. Emmy Award-winning CBS TV show, The Talk. Uh, she's one of the co-hosts on there. For since 2017, believe that. Wow, I know we should join. And then, um, shout out to anybody else out there. I'm just like done with the shout outs right now. <laughs> I'm extremely done with the shout outs. Uh, so. What has happened? There's a new coach, if you will, um, in football. Eddie Jones, former running back from the Tennessee Titans, great running back, if you will. He attended the Ohio State. Uh, he will now be the new head coach for the Tennessee State. Uh, Tennessee State is one of the historical black colleges. Uh, notable alums. How about... Moses Gunn. Who's Moses Gunn? How dare you ask who Moses Gunn is? Moses Gunn. Have you ever seen the first shaft? He was bumpy in the very first shaft. Go back. Check that out. <laughs> and then um, the biggest alumni from there, if you will, how about Oprah Winfrey? What? Anyway, uh, Eddie is a new line of this new time. You know, you're starting to see got great players wanting to become coaches. Uh, Patrick Ewan, Georgetown. Jawan Howard, Michigan. Deion Sanders, probably the biggest name. He went to uh, Jacksonville State. We're going to probably see more pop up. Is this good or is this bad? And Because they're getting opportunities in college sports, which is good. But is it good or bad because are they taking, are they getting a job based on name are they getting a job based on what they know? You know they got to have some information because uh, they played at the top of their game. Eddie Jones was one of the best running backs to ever play the game. Not for a year, for his career. Like, the guy, is he was that good. Deion Sanders is the best cornerback to ever play the game. He may be the best backfield defensive player to ever play the game. I would maybe consider him the best defensive player, but there's a guy named Lawrence Taylor that may disagree. <laughs> so, you, you, we're starting to see this trend of great players. So, let's have some fun, all right? Who's next, as Goldberg would say? Who should be next? So, let's just throw the wheel 
And give me a list since everybody wants to go to black colleges. List of HBCU football teams. And we're going to have some fun. Here we go. Here we go. So, the new head coach. Remember, this is all fiction, kids. The new head coach of uh, Florida A&M will be Ray Lewis. Who better than Ray Lewis to show up, get you excited. He will spend an hour just getting you hype before he gives you any kind of game footage, which I think is kind of hilarious. But um, I can clearly see Ray Lewis just, uh, you know, you need to get ready. You know, you know what you gotta do. You look at that guy across from you. You look at that teammate across from you, and you gotta be willing. You gotta be ready to go that extra mile. Can you go that extra? Mile? Hey, hey, coach, what time is practice? Don't worry about time. Don't worry about time. Time will happen, but you gotta make it. You gotta make it. like coach. Whoa, like calm down. Calm down, coach. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, with oh Alabama, uh, Alabama A&M. Who should be the new head coach of Alabama A&M? Uh, ask for a list of X players. I'm getting a list of current players. The hell? <laughs> Ooh, I got one. How about the new head coach of Alabama A&M? My favorite. Your favorite. Terrell Owens. Oh, my God. Can you imagine T.O. as the new head coach of Alabama A&M? He shows up, first day of practice, and he's just like, hey, guys, we got to score. We score. Just get out there and just, you know, just go crazy. You know what I mean? Just, just like, can you imagine? He's going like, to tell you how to get to the touch, to the end zone. But at the same time, he's going to have the celebration geared up. Like, how cr- how awesome would that be? Like, T.O. is going to be like, you know, he's going to have all that ready. He's, he's going to be like, Coach, what are you want? You're going to bump and run? When you get in the end zone, just make sure that you just go straight Voltron and all you stack on top of each other and just, you know, get a bunch of penalties. <laughs> all right, let's keep going. As I'm searching for ex-players, and this thing is like just not cooperating with me. Uh, finally, I've got it. Okay, uh, we'll do two more. So the new head coach at North Carolina A&T is drum roll, please. How about let's pick somebody? How about, we got enough wide receivers? It's pretty much all on this damn list. All right, let's stick to the wide receivers. I like it. You should like it. How about Chad Johnson? Excuse me. Head coach Chad Ochocinco. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Head coach Chad Ochocinco. He would just show up. He would have his list of players. that can't, He'd still be trying to... You guys can't cover me. You guys can't cover me. Like, like, stop it. You you, you know who you're talking to here? You, you're never going to cover me. Like, coach, we're not supposed to cover you. You're you're supposed to um, give us, uh, uh, you're supposed to give us the plays, coach. I'm going to give you the plays. 
But you know, if you ain't on my level, like don't don't, don't try, don't, don't you know, don't, don't, don't even come out here, coach. Coach, can we have water? <laughs> like I just I don't know. It's funny to me think of Chad Johnson as a head coach. You know what I mean? All right, now let's finish it up. Uh, let's pick another school. Uh, how about St. Paul's College? Psych. All right, so um, I want a good one. I want a good one. Nah, nah, we're not going to do Delaware State. I'm one I ain't never heard of before. You know what? Let's keep it close. Let's do Virginia State. How about that? Virginia State has won the lucky lottery. Who would be fortunate enough to coach Virginia State? Are you ready? All right, we're going to go defense here. A former defensive player that should coach Virginia State. I personally wouldn't mind seeing um um crap. I don't know. It's too many good guys on this list. I wish I could just create crazy players. Let's go. Ed Reed say I don't want to do Ed Reed. Oh, I got one. Um Marshawn Lynch. Forget it. We're going to go running backs. Marshawn Lynch is the new head coach of Virginia State University, which never made any sense to me. That's the new head coach. Can you? He just shows up. Hey, coach. Coach. We're going to run. Thank you. Uh, coach, do you have the play? I'm about that action, boss. Um, um, are you going, we're going to do anything today, coach? Thank you. Like, he would be... But you think Bill Belichick's press conferences are like watching paint dry? Could you imagine him showing up post game, <coughs> Skittles in his hand, just like giving you nothing and you having to take it and like it? Yeah, I should have wrote this list down. Somebody may become a coach on this damn list. But Marshawn Lynch, the next head coach of Virginia State University, I love it. I love it. And then after every game, he drives in one of the golf carts across the field. It just makes it happen. You gotta have fun, kids. You gotta have fun. Hey, thanks you all <coughs> uh, for listening and watching. It's been fun. Um, we'll be back next week. All new show. If you, um, of course, if you're listening to the show here, but you want more, you want to chop it up, you want to play it and make fun of me, I don't care. Give me the ratings. Uh, <laughs> uh, download the podcast, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, um, anywhere your podcasts are, we are there. Uh, leave a comment, if you will. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, check out some of the other shows on this network. Uh, the network is small, but it's big and it's trying. Trust, trust and believe me. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully next week. Um, I have something special I'm trying to do, so hopefully it, it maps out. If not, just be a normal show. Let me just talk baseball because the Yankees are sucking and the Red Sox apparently in an eight-game winning streak. So is Alex Cole really the greatest manager of all time? And is it time for Aaron Boone to be fired? Stick around. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Uh, listen, be safe. Uh, wash your hands. Get your vaccine. I get my shot next week. My second shot. So I'm going to be out of it probably. <coughs> if what everybody says is true. So I hope not. I hope I can just handle it. And, um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, uh, check us out at Twitter. 
BrentReed18. Go to our TikTok at Downright Sports on Instagram at Downright Sports. Our YouTube channel at Downright Sports. And uh, check, yeah, other, all the places you can check us out and have fun, all right? Um, maybe a special pop-up podcast coming soon, coming out this week. I may do a pop-up one just a real quick. Uh, I may do one in honor of DMX and just, you know, just I feel like more should be said than the little bit of time I gave him at the beginning of the show. So, let's see what's up. But, uh, as always, uh, you guys enjoy, be safe, and deuces. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, it is you who wakes me up every day. And I am forever grateful for your love. This is why I pray. You let me touch so many people, and it's all for the good. I influenced so many children, I never thought that I would. And I couldn't take credit for the love they get, because it all comes from you, Lord. I'm just the one that's giving it. And when it seems like the pressure gets to be too much, I take time out and pray and ask that you be my crutch. Lord, I am not perfect by a long shot. I confess to you daily. But I work hard every day, and I hope that you hear me. In my heart, I mean well, but if you'll help me to grow, then what I have in my heart will begin to show. And when I get going, I'm not looking back for nothing. Because I will know where I'm headed. And I'm so tired of the suffering. I stand before you, a weakened version of your reflection. Begging for direction. For my soul needs resurrection. I don't deserve what you've given me. But you never took it from me because I am grateful, and I use it, and I do not worship money. If what you want from me is to bring your children to you, my regret is only having one life to do it, instead of two. Amen. I ain't going back to jail. Next time the county or the state see me, it's gonna be in the bag, bag. This is it, baby. End of the road. <laughs> when you a dog, you a dog for life. You don't hear me though. You don't hear me though. You don't hear me though. Come on, come on. Watch them young guns that take none. Nobody safe from the Friday the 13th. Ghetto Jason, itchy trigger finger aching. Snatch your ass out that ass class for faking. 44 blast, it's a bloodbath. Take your first step down a thug path. Ain't no love here, just flux here. Kids know the half, you get plucked here. Fast is impossible. For the week to last, now behold the unstoppable. Third eye watching you, watching me. Throwing rocks from the penalty box. Copper fleet, young G, we was born to die. Don't cry for me, just keep the heat close. and ride for me. Cause we family for better or worse. You and I from the dirt, you snatch hurt. So hard it hurt to be. And each year, I'm pouring out more beer for deceased beers Holding fort, police line do not cross They found his corpse in the loft with the head cut off and butt naked Homicide the crime method Add another killer verse to the murder record The grand finale Dogs for life Who want testament? Dogs for life
Cops for warrants, every block is boring Friday night, getting bent liquor porn My dog, not even home a month yet And blaze a girl in the stomach He robbing niggas who pumping Little blood got popped by the group home cat Everybody nervous in the hood, pulling their gas Fiend yelling out, who got those? Go and see shorty snot nose He don't force, but he got dough Thug faces, fugitives running from court cases Slugs shooting past for the love of drug paper Queens, cat pillars, soldiers, drug dealers They gotta throw a beam of lightning down Cause he feel us, may the next one Strike me down if I'm not the the mayor wanna call a SWAT team to come and kill us, but dogs are friends. If one see the morgue, wanna live to get revenge, and we ride to the end. Brave hearts blow the lie with hen, and still rise to collide with live men. My man got three, six to eighteens, and only five in. The belly of the beast didn't wanna hear the shit. I tried to tell him on the streets, it's irrelevant. The beast love to eat black meat, and got us niggas from the hood hanging off his teeth. We slinging to eat, bringing the heat. Bullet holes raising scars is the pain in the street. When you huh? were dog, you were dog for life. Outside. The more blood flows, when I plug holes with the snub nose 